0: Should we tell a really embarrassing story? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's do <laughs> more it. more embarrassing for me because I was like a teenager and you were like a little kid. But Yeah, I have no idea where we're going. I'm excited. Uh, So I used to be way into Lord of the Rings and Chris liked it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 this is embarrassing. Uh, somebody stop me. Hello, welcome to episode 21 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chris. And we're getting really good at that. That is like, it's spot on. It's like, it's- It only took 21 weeks. There's a rhythm. Yeah, and 21 tries this week. Guys, this show is going to be insane. Okay. There's so much stuff to talk about. This is going to be like the most packed show we've ever done, I think. Oh, by far. Including like season releases. If we tried, we could easily make it like three or four hours. Yeah, let's do it. No. Let's let's outlast the Super Bowl. Okay. Yes, I want this to be longer than the Super Bowl on the next Sunday.
1: Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes. It won't no, happen yet. Without but ads, yeah, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> Here's what we got. Uh we got a response from Ubisoft on the crouch and lean spamming. We have which of course because we talked about it last week on the podcast. So, of mm-hmm. course, that means something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh new designer's notes for balancing adjustments coming up. Uh the Road to 6 invitational playlist, which is freaking amazing. Mhm and then of course some great reddit posts and some awesome listener questions let's start with the crouch lean spam cuz it's pretty quick
1: yes there are actually some really good listener questions though so you want to hear them this time cuz i was actually pretty impressed reading along those and i was like oh
0: these are so i haven't really read good them yet ones. so i'm really excited cuz chris has been talking this up like all day long i mentioned it maybe twice okay we have an official <laughs> response from ubinati on the subreddit um about the crouch and lean spamming he says Recently, we've seen a rise of players encountering abusive crouch and lean spamming. To counter this, the team is actively working on how we want to approach the problem and planning our next steps. We are currently prototyping a few systems to address this. More details will be shared about our exact methodology as we draw closer to a final version. There we go. That's it, right? I mean, they didn't tell mm-hmm. us anything other than they're looking at it, they're actively addressing it, and they are—they have prototypes that they're running and testing.
1: Yes, which is the same thing they said about Lion a little while ago. So that shouldn't true. get too antsy.
0: But I think I think Lion fix is coming. I think they will announce it at the um, imitational.
1: Imitational. I think, yeah. I, I also think that um, the this is something way different than an operator like trying to rework an operator and balance him.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I assume that this would basically just be like a cooldown on on like crouching and leaning where like you do start doing it slower and slower as you spam it or like something about how to fix your aim. Yeah. But.
1: That's, that's what I would assume would happen to it. Um, I I hate how like I, I was talking to someone about this anyway, I said something people completely like, don't understand what I'm saying. Like I keep saying like, this was never a problem in the game until like very recently we started complaining about it. And every time I say, I always say I'm totally fine with them changing it because I think it's silly. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to have a change of people like, Oh, look at you. You always just want to, crouch lean spam like no i i don't even do it ever like i never do it yeah but people people don't like uh you don't understand the -the middle-of-the-road approaches yeah anyway um also what was i going to say about this crouch leans oh i did see today though a video of someone that had like a macro attached to it it was actually pretty dang bad yeah it was pretty bad yeah so it is definitely it's getting more popular for sure right so and that's great like they're doing something about it. And that's
0: really all we need. And and that's kind of what the first like the top comment in response to this was was like, thank you. That's like all we needed was just a response. Like we mm-hmm. don't need a fix right away. We just need to know that you are listening and that you're paying attention, right? Yep. So great, great. We're gonna have that fixed. Okay. Let's get into the, the Road to Six Invitational playlist because I cannot contain how excited <laughs> I am about this playlist. It's so freaking amazing. Hey, if you're not familiar with what's going on in the game right now, first of all, you just missed an amazing weekend of Siege. It's going on for the next three weekends only, so
1: make sure that you get in on this, but here is what it is. The Road to Six Invitational Playlist says, Introducing the Road to SI Playlist. Starting on January 25th and running until February 18th, it's every weekend is how they do this, you get to play like the pro. So basically the playlist is in the Discovery area. You would get to play the Esports Map Pool. You have Pick and ban. When you attack and defend, it's three rounds in a row of attacking and then three rounds in a row of defending. Mm -hmm. And it's only bomb.
0: Yes. So the rules are the same as the regular ranked rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Except like you said, there's the pick and ban phase at the beginning. So that's for operators. So what you do is one team bans an attacker and that's for the entirety of the game. Nobody can play that attacker. Right. Then the other team bans an attacker and a defender. And then the first team bans a Defender. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just done by majority vote on the team. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, You can choose to ban nobody if you like. Yeah, you can ban no one if you want to. We have seen Cav get banned a lot. Yes. We have also seen Lion get banned a lot.
0: Mostly because we're banning Cav every single time.
1: Uh Bye-bye, Spook. Mira as well. Mira is banned pretty frequently. Blitz is another one that's banned pretty frequently. Yes. The
0: other differences are like you said the round swap so normally you switch every other round between Mm -hmm. attack and defend on this you'll like attack three times in a row then you'll defend three times in a row and then if you go to overtime then it goes one 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 is that how it goes yeah okay um but that's it right other than that am i missing anything that's different from ranked besides just that stuff that's it so oh and, and the map pool
1: yeah. Right. These so it's sample. so mm-hmm. it's seven
0: maps. So so in ranked right now, I think we have eleven
1: maps. Twelve. I think it's twelve now.
0: Twelve. Okay.
1: But uh,
0: so there's only seven maps in this one. It's bank, Oregon, clubhouse, consulate, um, border, chalet villa, and, and chalet. Mm-hmm. And coastline. Is chalet in coastline. there? Yeah, chalet's in there. So there's eight. Seven. Is that right? Seven. I counted eight. Hang
1: on a minute. Okay, so the maps are Clubhouse, Coastline, Consulate, Border, Bank, Oregon, Villa. Okay, so no chalet. No chalet. Yeah. All so basically seven. good maps. The only one I don't like love is Villa, and I think that's just because I don't know it as well. But the more I'm playing it, like, the more I'm liking it. So yeah well and and uh, okay this is what's awesome about it right
0: is it like the whole thing we've been saying about the maps like since we started this podcast and before then is like i'm totally fine with like learning new maps and stuff but i need a system in which i can learn the new map mm-hmm. because in the current ranked pool if there's 11 maps and i'm only going to get the map one out of 11 times right and and like a game takes a half an hour I will never get enough exposure to that map in any like mm-hmm. amount of, like any reasonable amount of time to be able to to right. learn it to to right. do it like even just to like learn the basic layout, you know, and, and where I feel comfortable with it. So like forget about being able to do like, you know, um, cool wall bangs and like understanding how well, how rooms connect, you know, kind of intricately and all that stuff like mm-hmm. that's just not going to happen. And so that's what's great about this It's like, OK, now we've got this this seven map pool, which is still pretty big, but. We're already familiar and very, very comfortable with like five or six of the maps, right? So now it's just like Villa. Right. It's like, okay, we get Villa, and now we can just say, hey, we're just going to dedicate this time of playing Villa to just learning it better. And so, we'll, like, even if we lose on the same objective over and over, we'll just keep picking it because we want to learn how to play it better. And mm-hmm. we're fine with that because we just had three games on maps that we already know that we could just play the game and have fun the regular
1: right. way. Right. It's amazing. It is seriously the best thing ever
0: another thing on the maps like what i i I find this super interesting that like siege like this what makes siege cool and like different than other shooters is how important map knowledge is in siege compared to other shooters because in other shooters the map stays the same right the map doesn't evolve throughout the match you can't modify or like or mold the map to to be what you want it to be Mm -hmm. um and so that's where siege like super shines and that's what's like awesome about it like when you're playing around and, like, you're outnumbered and, like, you pull off a sweet flank because, like, you knew that you had a hatch open that they didn't know that you did. And, like, and you know, you do something like that and you, like, really use the map to your advantage. That's, like, that's when you just, like, feel like, oh, this game is so amazing. And that's, right. like, at least for me, that's why I love this game so much, right? And it's, like, as they keep releasing more and more maps and just, like, inflating this pool and not giving us really any good way to learn these maps they're like they're taking the magic out of the game mm-hmm. and like and within our group of people who we play this with on a regular basis we've seen that like they're falling off of siege because they just don't have time to dedicate every season to learning the new maps and so they stopped playing for like six months and then they come back and they're like i don't even know this game anymore i can't play this game anymore it's not fun yeah. because i get these maps that i don't know and i can't do anything because everybody else has been playing it for six months
1: right and the thing too about it's like it's not like in most video games, like there's a new map. It's exciting to play the new map. Almost mm-hmm. like you just it's like oh this is the new one. Like this is gonna be fun because it really doesn't matter that much. Like it's right. the same. But like in Siege, it's like uh, this is a map. I don't know anything that's going. You get killed in like stupid ways. You're like I had no idea that window was there. Like, right. And then you're dead for the whole round. That's the other thing. Like mm-hmm. other games like Battlefield, Call of Duty, Halo. It's like oh this is a new map. You die. You're back in like three seconds. Yes, exactly. Or so yes. it's like it doesn't matter. In Siege, it just sucks. It really sucks.
0: Yeah, the vast majority of shooters, you are just you're spending entire games just running around the map, just shooting, you know, whatever. You know, you're playing a game of Call of Duty, a team deathmatch or domination or whatever. You're just running around doing whatever, and like you you do that enough, like two or three times of playing the map, and then you get sort of like the base familiarity, mm-hmm. and then that's where you can start like doing things right. That's when you can start saying like understanding how things connect to each other, and then like as you start doing that, you learn it more and more. But with Siege, it's just like punishment is so harsh and you're out of the the match and there's just you're like you don't have as much exposure of actually just like interacting with the map and being on the map
1: right and it's hard to make call outs because you don't know like what like you can see the name of the room the camera is in but you don't know what the room is that you can see like through the camera like the Mm -hmm. like in the door like Mm -hmm. i don't know he's in this hallway that it's just it sucks like you're dead you can't even do anything still because you don't know what you're looking at
0: right um and then you look at games like csgo and I don't really follow CS:GO closely, but from from when I like from what I do know of Counter Strike from like older days, like the maps don't really change that much, right? I mean, they're still playing Dust. Yeah, Dust, <laughs> they yeah. Have, Dust been playing they They've been playing D Dust and D Dust Two since like nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like these maps haven't changed, and, and in some ways, it's because both the developers and the community of CS:GO recognize that what makes that game super strong is the maps. Yeah. Right, and like they they understand they just don't need to do anything with that 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 portion of the game is more or less complete right? right and like and they've done some little changes over the years you know this with when csgo came out they made some minor modifications to like dust 2 and dust mm-hmm. right and like that's great but um they're not just like throwing in these brand new maps all the time and their maps
1: are not nearly as intricate as siege no not at all it's always literally almost always three lanes and there's no like shooting through stuff. There's no like blowing up walls to make different angles. None right, of that exists. Right, at all. So uh, yeah, I, I just think like
0: this has really helped bring to the to like to the spotlight that it, like what again, what's strong about Siege is the maps and like the good the first batch like the the launch maps are all actually really good. And there's like there's definitely there's definitely some that aren't like super well balanced and there's some that like they've had to make tweaks to and stuff but like you compare the first 10 maps compared to the maps that have come after at least in my opinion like the overall average rating of the first 10 maps I think is way higher than the DLC maps yeah that's how i feel about it and For like sure. there are some great dlc maps border is awesome i like
1: coastline a lot yeah i know border really really well actually
0: Right, but if you just take like an average score of every single map of DLC versus launch, I think launch is way higher.
1: Yeah, the launch maps are very good. I mean, sound like Clubhouse was reworked, and that one is way better than the other one. Yeah, totally. But the thing is too, like the maps that have been released like recently have been like way more confusing. Like we've had Theme Park released, and then Villa released, and then Fortress released. Like all of those are very confusing. Yeah, they they got on a kick of, like, we just want to make bigger maps and, like, bigger, more confusing, more like some random, like, a theme park, some random castle. Like, build something that is understandable that we know. Right. Like an apartment building or a hotel or a hospital or, you know, like, these common buildings that people understand and can be like, oh, like, this is the cafeteria, you know? Right. Like, that's what's... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, I think ultimately, like as far as the maps go, I just think having a smaller pool, it just it's so much better. Like, especially when they're starting with the smaller pool right now of like just taking the ones that have been in the map in the game forever and that are like sort of more inherently understandable. And just like like from that, you know, having Villa on there that we still don't really feel super comfortable with. It was it's fine. Like mm-hmm. we really enjoyed playing Villa again because we've been having fun on the previous three games, and we'll have fun on the next three games until we get Villa again. You know, so like, so I think that's great. But moving on to other things that are different here, the pick and ban phase. What are your
1: thoughts on that? I think it's really nice to never have to worry about certain operators. Some people complain they're like everybody's always banning Cav. It's like yeah, nobody likes to play against Cav. Surprise, yeah. everybody yeah. hates her. Everybody's always banning Lion. Yeah, we don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to play against him. Deal with it.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, we've been playing mostly in like four or five stacks, so we've basically been in control of who gets banned. Mm-hmm. And so, literally every single game, we've just banned Caverah because we hate playing against Caverah. Absolutely like, hate it. And and it's it's been so amazing. Like I think that's a that contributes a lot to uh, how much more fun we've been having mm-hmm. with Siege. And and I should let's explain actually a little bit. So. You and I play together all the time. Yeah. Um, and then we have other friends that like when the game first came out, we all like got really into it. and We played it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them sort of dropped off here and there or they just only play on the weekends or whatever. And so then um, they're just not as up with it as we are. So you and I were playing and then we had three of our friends. One of them is like pretty new to the game. He started playing like a year ago. Um, so he still like doesn't feel like he knows all the maps really well. And then the other two were two of the ones that started with us, but they've played a lot less than we have, mm-hmm. like, especially in the past like year and a half or so. Yeah. One um, of them
1: still claims he doesn't know consulate. <laughs> He said that the other day. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, I still don't know this map that well. It's like, we played this one in the beta together. I right. you not know Consulate. Consulate was one Come of three on. maps in the closed beta. Like, how do you not know that's, this? That's the map I think I know the best out of any other map. Like, any wall in Consulate, I know exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. like and all that's, the maps, Consulate, I know the best.
0: And that's why we love playing Consulate, right? We love like, Consulate. Because you can you feel so empowered when you know like, everything about it, when you can make mm-hmm. a call out no matter where people are. And, like, that's what's fun about, you know, people who enjoy pro league, that's what they like about it is that the pro league players are using all of this, right? They have all this map knowledge and like it's super exciting to see the way that somebody who really knows it like can put that to use. Right? Um but anyway, so that's sort of our situation and so these three guys like they were having way more fun um mm-hmm. and a lot of it was the maps, but part of it was also like hey, we just don't have to think about Kavira now. Yeah. Right? And like Like honestly, like pick and ban. I think it could it could stay or leave. Like if this if this playlist were to stick around in some sort of whether it stayed like this or whether that became the new ranked rules or whatever. Like I could take or leave pick and ban, and I
1: would be happy Mm -hmm. either way as long as like the map pool is smaller. The map pool for me is essential. Yeah, that's the biggest point. That's the thing that. I mean, we have, like, one one guy that plays with us who would, like, very unlikely ever play two weekend nights in a row until late, and he did. Like, both times he was excited. Like, he's the one that got us to play. Right. On, like, the second weekend night, like, we weren't going to play. And he's like, come on, let's play. We're like, like, okay.
0: Like, literally, this play. announcement came out on Friday, and I went and posted it in, like, our little group Discord, and, like... They read the announcement, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, guys, we're playing Siege tonight. This is going to be great. <laughs> like trying to get everybody on. He's like tagging everybody on the Discord. He's like, hey, who's going to be in tonight? We've got to make sure we have five. And it's like, literally every weekend we're trying to get you on, you're kind of like, uh, like, I don't know, I'll see if I can make it. Or like, I don't know, I'd rather play The Forest, or let's play Ring of Elysium. And it's like, okay, fine. But
1: <laughs> it's great to have this thing coming to Siege that will get our squad to play Siege. He literally
0: said the words...
1: I am more excited for this than I was for closed beta, like
0: during closed beta when we were playing closed beta and we were all into it. And we were like sitting through half hour queues and like, (laughs) like everybody restarting their computer after every game. And it's like, and like we were excited enough about the game to like deal with all that. And he's saying like, I'm more excited about it now with this playlist. And like, we had just as much fun as we did. Like when the game first came out and like everybody was learning the game and like, Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah, the thing is too, like just playing with people that you know in your life is just so much different than like some random on a computer, like
0: right. And that's fun. I, like we love playing with the people in our in our around right. Discord. Mm-hmm. Like we've had a super fun time with some of them, and there's like some really good players that have carried us in the same games and yeah. stuff. But but yeah, like playing with your actual friends, that's a different experience, right? Right.
1: Yeah, it's just so much fun. And so like it, I, I just I love this map rotation. Like it's it's so good. It's so good. It's so much fun. It's so good. Some people are are. Come, like So there's uh, been tons of posts about how this playlist should stay in the game. And then every single post has like some comments and they're always like, so they're either, yes, I love it, except for X. And all of them are upvoted. So it's like, okay, wait, do we actually love it? Or we don't want any of these things and we want to take it out? Because it's like, yeah, I love it, except I think the rounds should, I think attack and defense should switch every single round. Mm-hmm. And then that's like upvoted a bunch. And there's another one that's like, yeah, I love it, except the map pool. We need more maps. It's going to get stale. And that's upvoted a bunch. And there's another that's like, yeah, I love it except for pick and ban doesn't really add anything. It gets a bunch of upvotes. And the other one, what's the other thing that's changed? Um I was just Banning? thinking. Oh, you just said that. Um I was just thinking about bomb. No.
0: That it's all bomb. There's no hostins no, no, here. No, no, no.
1: I've seen people saying that too. Yeah, I've seen that, but like that's not the thing. Matt pool, pick and ban. That's all the, No, not all the No, 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 no. There's something else. Kill cam. Kill cam. Kill cam. Oh, kill cams. they yeah. love it, but we need the kill cams in the game. It's like, no, we don't and they all get upvotes. Like, wait, so we really don't want anything. We just want, what do we want? Nothing. Well,
0: everybody wants like a certain piece,
1: right? It's like, it's all, all of it's really good. The kill cams, here's the thing with the kill cams, like, so the argument against them is hackers, right? Mm -hmm. Like people hate hackers and they need to see how they died to like, make sure if they're a hacker, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the solution to it is to allow players after, and I have to explain this carefully because apparently it's very confusing. (laughs) Maybe just over text, but When you die, you have the option to go back and view any of your deaths. So just watch any of your kill cam that you would have seen normally, but just after the match is over. So it doesn't reveal the enemy's position, Mm -hmm. but you can still go back and see, like, okay, he wasn't hacking. He just had this weird pixel peak. Yeah. You know, like, that solves the problem, right? You can still see if they're hacking, but you don't get your position revealed. Like, I've had so many times in this, like, um, I almost had closed beta in this playlist Mm -hmm. where, like, literally, I only survived and got multiple kills because it didn't show a kill cam. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it makes the suppressor so much better because it's like, literally, it's silent. They're not silent, but you know, it's like, it has a much hushed noise where it's like harder to hear. And so you can kill a few guys without someone else noticing. Right. And they still don't know where you are. And they're like, where is he? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I saw a splash screen of him, but I don't know where he is. <laughs> right.
0: Um. No, yeah, that, that's awesome too. Like, and, like, of course, not everybody's going to like every single change they made, but I think overall, like, this has been way more fun, like, for our group, for, sur- for sure. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, they, like, our group has been saying for the longest time, the reason I don't play Siege anymore is because there's too many maps, and, like, it's not fun, you know? Like, because we only want to play ranked because the ranked rules are better. Um, but when we're playing ranked, then that means that we're going to be seeing theme park, skyscraper, the new Hereford base, fortress. I like new Hereford base. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that we don't I'm just saying that it's another new map and it's like right. and obviously like some of those maps are like a year old but it's like if you miss that year and you come in now you're still only getting theme park one out of 11 times so you're never going to learn it. And you know there's I mean, there's always things like okay well why don't you get on and run around and, and learn the map. And yeah, you could do that but really if somebody's only playing once a week they shouldn't have to do that to be able to enjoy the game. Yeah. You know, like it's hard because because again, what makes Siege great is that the maps are complex and that you have to know mm-hmm. them well to be able to do well. And that's what makes Siege awesome. So I guess what I'm saying is stop introducing new maps. Like yeah. adding maps is not making this game better.
1: Or at least if you're adding a map, make it simple. Like, I mean, complex in the way that like, it's, it's, Siege is complex because walls break and you can see certain angles when you break certain walls in a, low, in a row, right? Mm-hmm. But don't make it complex where it's like all these random rooms connect to each other and then you have all these random hallways right like stop doing that make right. a freaking square and make rooms like ugh, i just the yeah, newer maps have become so confusing it's a
0: hard problem because like you have to be adding new content to keep it fresh mm-hmm. um but do and you for like, most people for i mean for a lot for me, of people but like no you don't like yeah. for me i would like siege could be exactly the same as it was day one except like with some patches and you know like fixing things of, that are broken yeah. yep and I would still be playing it and I would still be loving it yeah. because I just love like the actual game at a technical level, like the complexity of it, like the competition. Mm-hmm. It's like adding a new map is not really increasing my enjoyment of the game and it never has like every single map that's come. I've always been like so excited for it and then I play it and then I'm like, okay, that was fine. But I, I actually would rather just play consulate again.
1: Yeah. I, I back to my, my Reddit spiel. I made a post a while ago that was just like the 10 base game operators on each side. And I was like, wasn't it nice when these were the only operators in the game we were like, yeah, back when the game was broken or back when the game... Like, they just started naming all these bugs. And I was like, that's not what I said at all. I wasn't just, I was meaning like, oh, back when we had all these bugs, wasn't the game great, guys? Like, right. No, I was Which talking about, wasn't was. it nice when the game was simple? Yeah. And it wasn't all this, like, confusing stuff that you can only find out by going online.
0: Yeah. I Honestly, I think the happy medium here would be, like, instead of four new maps a year, just do maybe, like, two. Do, like, do, do a new map yeah. every other season, and then on the other seasons do, like, a map buff or a map rework. Yeah. Um. Although, I don't want to see more map buffs like Hereford Base where they rework the whole map, because then it's like, well, now it's basically just a new map. And so, yeah, right, like, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, like, less new maps, fewer new maps. Right. So, that doesn't really help if they're basically making a new
1: map out of an existing map. And, I mean, games can do fine without new maps. Like, CSGO doesn't hasn't changed their competitive map pool in a very very long time. Like it's the same. Right. Like they add one maybe once in every little while. They sometimes will have like a community map come in for like a season. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, like Call of Duty, you don't play the DLC. Like it's still alive. It's still way fun for a long time. Halo. Mm-hmm. Halo one didn't obviously have any new maps at all, and you know, like games survive without making new maps. They can make just really cool gun skins, and you can get by with that yeah how many maps are in the game now I want to say eighteen but that is a wild guess
0: um I think you're pretty close so I'm looking at a list here but it's it only goes up to tower it looks like um so that leaves villa and uh fortress right is there anything between those Tower was the last new one before villa wasn't it
1: I don't know in after, okay. Tower,
0: here's a problem, guys, for the Siege community itself. There's no good, like, list of the Siege maps anywhere on the internet, at least that I can find that's, like, accessible. No, right, it's true. Um, But anyway, like, I almost feel like, let's just get to 20 maps and say, okay, that's good. We're done with maps, you know? Yeah. So anyway, the point is, ultimately, I think what makes this great is the limited map pool, and they need to find a way to bring the strengths of a limited map pool to a regular game mode. And like maybe there's a way to do that without necessarily having a limited map pool or like cycling in maps more regularly or something, but it's like basically just having less randomness is what's making this fun.
1: Yeah, for me. Yeah, I agree. I just not I I just it's the seven maps. That's what it is. It's just not having a chance to get theme park and skyscraper and
0: Right. Like I just think just give us a pick and ban system for maps. Yeah. Give right. us give us five maps. Each team takes turns voting to strike a map from the thing, and we yes. end up with the fifth map that remains. And like yes. everyone will be happy because like right now with the pick and ban with the operators, we're just like, okay, we hate kavera right? We don't want to play yeah, against Kavera. And, and, don't and it's play like against we can't
1: Lion. Huh? And we don't want to play against Lion.
0: I mean, honestly, we don't really care about Lion that much, but, like, no, but like a that's lot of people like that, right? Picked, a lot of people don't right? want to play against Lion or against Blitz, and it's like, so just let us handle it. Uh, like, if my squad hates Caveira, then we'll vote down Kavera every time, and we just want to deal with it, and it'll just be part of our Siege experience that so we just don't have to deal with this thing that we hate. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so just do the same thing for maps. If we hate Theme Park, and, like, we just don't have fun on Theme Park... You just have to learn to drone. You just have to learn to counter her. You just have to learn. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Like, let us just nix Theme Park. Um... I don't know, like, th- th- like there's this there's this perception that, like, oh, it can't be like that, because then ranked isn't competitive enough, and if you're, like, you're able to influence the competition, and it's like, guys, ranked is not, like, a competition for money, yeah. like, like, it doesn't have to be, like, by these super competitive rules, like, I get that, like, the whole thing is about ranking up and all that stuff, but it's just, like, ultimately, if somebody gets diamond, and you don't think they deserved it, then, like, who cares? Yeah. It doesn't like, mean for- anything. Like yeah. it should, it should, I mean, I get that like we should keep the competition sort of like clean or whatever, but like ultimately it's about having fun. And like one of the big problems again is that casual has a bad rule set ranked has a better rule set. So I want to play ranked, but then when I get theme park and I don't have fun for a half hour and my squad doesn't have fun for a half hour, it's just not a good way to keep us playing the game and we yeah. can't leave the game because it's, it we are get banned.
1: Yeah. Um, You said ranks and it just made me think about today we played against. So in this new map and this new discovery playlist, we don't know if there is or isn't an MMR. We think there is, but it just hasn't really settled quite yet. Right. Because we've had a lot of games where you've like seen like platinums in our games. and Obviously, we're not that high. Right. We played one today where we were against three diamonds and two plat threes Mm -hmm. and like they were killing us. But it it was it was good to see that like when they started being stupid and trying to just run out on us and trying to be dumb, like we beat them. We stopped them. We beat like, them, yeah. They couldn't they couldn't beat us just trying to be dumb. They actually had to play. Yeah. So it was good to see like okay, like Diamonds and Plats obviously better than us, but they have to actually try to beat us. Like right. they can't just be dumb. Right. That was it was good. It was just like a, I feel good like okay, like I actually kind of have a little bit of yeah, a chance. Like, yeah. Were, like, you, I you think can't there was just, one or two rounds where we actually beat them when they were Right. You can't just run over us. Like
0: yeah. we're not I'm not we're not saying we're good. This thing no. is called Unrenowned for a reason. But like no, you can't just run over us like that. It's like right. this is, i'm just gonna go off on that a little longer but like it was really interesting to see the difference because normally we were playing as people that are ranked like us right so it was it was interesting to see the differences in like what's actually different between the play style of like gold level play versus this plat diamond level play and honestly i think it was just the pace like everything else was virtually the same it was just like they were coming into the building before we were ready and we didn't have anybody like slowing them down right and so like if i'm playing maestro or whatever and it takes me a long time to set up all my stuff like they were getting in and killing me while I was still setting things up. And so it was just interesting to see like okay that's the real difference here. It's just like the pace of the game and how fast it moves. That like I feel like if we could like get that down and just like be able to emulate that where when we're playing against gold players we're just like moving faster than they're ready for. I think like that's a probably quick way to um to really move up.
1: Yeah. I agree completely.
0: Okay, we probably could keep talking about this forever, but let's move on. Let's go into these designer's notes. This is interesting, as always. Yeah. So we got some new um, balance notes with the graphs of wind delta versus pick rate. Um, So it's pretty much just the graphs and then um, basically the patch notes from the TTS that we talked about last week with Kavera's nerf, Mm -hmm. Flash's buff, Kaid's buff, Rook and Doc's MP5 nerf.
1: Yeah, Um, did I say in the podcast already that I had tried using them or no tried using these new like changes in the tts i don't think mm, i did no so i went to the tts this last week and i just tried out Caveras' new pistol with her new recoil and clashes semi-auto or full auto now mm-hmm. it is a big difference like say so Kavera her pistol is harder to change shots for sure it's not impossible but compared to what it is now it's way harder to chain shots together at a long distance for cool. sure And then clash having that full auto, it's like, it's great.
0: Does does it really like make a difference? Yeah, it
1: really does. Like it's so much easier just to like take someone out if Mm -hmm. they're in front of you. Like it's a big difference. It's great.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, Um,
1: so looking at this attacker chart, do you see anything that sticks out? I mean the attacker chart. No, it's been the same as it always is. Ash has always picked a ton and wins slightly more. But she,
0: yeah, I think Ash has actually gone up. Some. I think she was before at, like, around 60% pick rate, and now she's over 70.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like she needs to be nerfed, though, like, at all. I don't no, feel like I, she's too strong.
0: I honestly think she's fine. I think, she's I just fine. think people like her.
1: Yep. She's just comfortable.
0: It's what it comes down. Like, honestly, like, so, so the, there's the speed. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, her guns are great, and then her gadget is, like, useful in a, like, non-essential way, right? Yeah. Where, like, if you're an Ashmane and you're just running by yourself, it's a really useful thing to have. Uh, but, like... So like I don't think that that's like what's making her get picked, but like it just like it works in with her with her playstyle really well. And then also I think there's a the thing of like she's a girl and she's kind of pretty, <laughs> and I think that's the thing. I think that like a lot of siege players like to play the pretty girl, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't know what that says about us necessarily, but like people like to play Valk, people like to play Frost, people like you know, it's just, like yeah. people like to play the pretty girl. It's just a thing that guys like pretty girls. Surprise, right? Like, um. Yeah. So I like I just think she has a lot of like little things going for her that make her just a favorite, and I don't think she's necessarily OP in any way. I just think she's just a favorite.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. Finka is winning a ton, not picked very often, but winning a lot. She stayed back basically exactly where she was, where she's still winning super a lot.
0: I, I think she used to be her. like off the chart actually for win rate. Really? Um. So she's come down because they did nerf her uh, her nanites a little bit. But she's basically in that same corner where nobody really picks her. But when they do, they win. Yeah. I think she's like Rook, right? Where it's like she's not super exciting and you can't always like tell the effect of... Like, you can't necessarily see the, like, oh, I pushed that button and that's why we won the round. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, the stats don't lie. The stats are showing that when she's in the round, you're much more likely to win than
1: with any other operator. Yeah. I, the attacker chart is interesting, but the defender chart is always much more interesting. Yeah, before we move on.
0: Uh I think has uh, actually come up a bit. Is that just me or
1: No, I think he has he's right. at least not down there. We need to have pulled up the other chart and it I know, we need to two. start
0: like finding those, but they're always hard to find or like going back and finding it them. It's so difficult to find stuff like this. Like it is not easy. Um but capital like he's at least not on his own anymore. He's like he's right up there with Ying and, and Blitz and Sort of Fuse and Jackal. So he's like he's in company now instead of sort of being off on his own in the bottom. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, also interesting is the shield pick rates are both really low Monty and, and blitz. Um, and I think that says a lot about the current state of shields, which we have a Reddit post about, but just like shields are so broken right now. And like, I don't play shields a lot, but I feel like, yeah, like I'll will sort of just like pick blitz maybe like once, every like three games I'll play a blitz round. And I feel like every single time I'm getting shot through my shield. And it's like, if I play them that little and I'm feeling like every time then I can't even imagine what shield mains are feeling like, you know? Right. It's just like, they're so broken. and It's so annoying.
1: I could not be a shield shield main right now. I could not do it. No. Also, Thatcher's win rate has been steadily
0: going down. And I think it's because they keep like adding more stuff that he doesn't actually destroy. And then they took out his camera thing poor guy poor thatcher i love my boy thatcher poor guy one of these days and then there's blackbeard who still is shown as op according to the win rate but it's just like i don't feel like he's OP. maybe i'm just bad actually i know i'm bad that's definitely the case
1: but took forever but i found it finca has significantly gone up in win rate she She's gone was up? down like yeah she was down like 0.25 win win delta so she's climbed the chart. So I'm looking okay. at them side by side right now. This is actually helping a lot. So, Glasman up. Blackbeard stayed in the same exact spot. Twitch and Ash are like pretty much in the same spot. Ashman up a bit and Wind Delta, but they barely changed.
0: Okay, yeah. Now, actually looking at them side by side, it's actually shocking how little changes. Glasman uh, up. Yeah, Glas did go up quite a bit. I don't know I why had, that would be.
1: I have no idea. Because the only thing that's happened since then, I think it was actually before this, this white. Y- 3S3.2 was... He can't shoot through castle barricades, so he got a nerf, if anything. But he's gone up. Okay, let's move on to Defenders. Defenders, this is... I I always think Defenders is much more interesting than the Attackers. It one. is. I don't, why do you think that is? You know, I have no idea.
0: Also, what's interesting is that they're always in the same shape, the graphs. Like, if you were to draw lines around it, it's always, like... It's a big, wide triangle. Sort of like a like a... Uh, greater than sign, right? So it's like it's okay, a yeah, big wide open triangle on the left. So like, the less they're picked, the more their win rate varies, like either being like way higher, way low, yeah. Versus like if they're picked a lot, it sort of like comes all together where their their win rates uh sort of converge towards zero,
1: yeah. Um, so looking at this defender one rook is still up there. They so they. They said that Rook and Doc are winning too much, more than they want, mm-hmm. and so they nerfed the MP five. They took off three damage. I am telling, like that is not that's not why they're winning so much. Like it's not the MP five. The MP five is really good, but the damage of the MP five isn't why. The MP five is a freaking sniper rifle with an ACOG on it. Like it's very precise. It's very precise. That's why they're doing so well. Is because of the freaking sniper rifle that they have, and then just Rook's ability alone buffs the whole entire team without fail, and it doesn't feel overpowered to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. and it's it's so great. And just a good operator.
0: I don't like I don't know why Doc sort of shot up on both both pickrate and win delta other than maybe people are just starting like people are starting to recognize how good Rook is and Doc is mm-hmm. such a natural pairing with that maybe that's what's happening there.
1: Yeah. Cuz he's he's gotten picked a lot more and he's winning more.
0: Yeah, I don't like it's hard to say cuz it's like okay, what like what other variables are fluctuating from season to season besides like nerfs and buffs and new maps and new operators. It's just like, you know, who, like which players stopped playing and which players started playing. Like there's, there's just so many variables that you can never really account for at all, but it's still interesting to like sort of suppose.
1: Poor Kaid is, uh, not doing too hot. He's down there in that bottom left corner. Pretty much lower wind Delta than everyone, except for the Kathleen Tachanka and Clash is very surprising at Clash. negative 10.9%.
0: Yeah, Clash is the headline here. She is literally off the charts uh, on negative Wind Delta. By 7%. She's yeah. way off the chart. Yeah, so... so and, she, and she came down from like a negative 2.5 Wind Delta down to almost negative 11. Mm-hmm. So it's good she's getting that buff, but honestly, I just think like playing
1: a support role is a hard thing to do. Yeah, it is. Especially it depends on your teammates. Like, there's times where, like I love to play that role, and there's times where like I just know like I need to have a gun, mm-hmm. like for sure I need to be a gun.
0: It's always hard too though to like really make any calls because it's like I'm not a platinum or diamond player, so I, like I don't like I clash works at our level, the way that that you're able to play her and the way that we work with you when you play her, but I, maybe that just doesn't work at a higher level.
1: Yeah, it, it may not.
0: Also interesting was uh, Mira went up quite a bit in win rate.
1: Yeah. She up a whole a percent. Hmm. There was something else that I was looking at that was like kinda surprising. Cavera's gone up a little bit.
0: People got bored of Maestro because that's
1: what it was. Frost has gone up. Frost and Capkin both have gone no. They yeah. went down. They went down. They went
0: down quite a bit. They both so down. okay I'm here's sorry. where I think it's like the meta, right? Where it's like, okay, last season Frost and Capkin both trappers they're way underpicked, but their win rate's high. And then it's like, okay, so that, that eventually is going to catch up, right? People are going to start slowing down because they're getting hit by those traps more and more often. So it's going to start slowing down, and Frost and Capkin are naturally going to drop in Wind Delta because their gadgets aren't doing what they were doing before. Um, and then what I think you'll see next is they'll be underpicked even even less, which actually looks like they are. Their, their pick rates went down slightly while their win rates went down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then what I think you'll see the next time is that they'll shoot back up again because people will start picking him again and people will stop being careful.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see if that does pan out, but
0: yeah. Interesting strategy. We'll see if it works for him.
1: Um, It's going s- to be year four, patch one. Y4S1.
0: Yeah. Year four, guys. Yeah, also, like like I was saying, people got bored of Maestro because his win delta stayed like, exactly the same, but his uh, pick rate fell by 10%,
1: so I guess people are just yep. bored. No more of No more of him.
0: But, I mean, other than that, people shuffled around a little bit here and there. I really don't see anything that's, like, crazy surprising other than, like, Clash.
1: clash? That's it, just um, Clash. And, and
0: Doc's just, like, Doc just being yeah. on the rise just- as much as he is.
1: I don't think this nerfed the MP5 is going to change their win rates at all.
0: I don't think we'll it see. will either. But- if anything is just going... Like, the one one point that I saw somebody making was, like... That makes it hard to like consider. I think it was actually, uh, what's his name? Get flanked. Um, he was saying like that makes it hard to consider picking Rooker Doc over like an Echo, whose utility is like really, really good. And now at this point, his MP5 SK, MP5 SD,
1: something like SD, I think sounds right.
0: MP5 SD, uh, does as much or if not more damage. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: which NA feels pretty much the same. Doesn't have an ACOG though, does it? It does, It
1: does. it just, it's not as stable.
0: Okay. So like, that's a good point. Like, okay, maybe so now Echo becomes a more appealing pick instead of the other two. But again, like you're saying, I just don't think that the damage rate of that is really what's making the difference there. I think it's their, their gadgets, their utility. Yeah. Like that's huge. Like to be able to ensure that your whole team will basically last an extra shot or two and get downed if they get shot especially in in well i guess it's in ranked so i was going to say in pro league where it doesn't show the down indicators but this is yeah. in
1: ranked, so it does that's a shower thought that i had this week is in pro league doc is way more viable just because you don't get an indicator when you down somebody yeah so like you could shoot someone through a wall and just not know that you're down i like you have no mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. you have no clue and so doc can come and revive you like more frequently because they don't even know he's down right like they know maybe they hit someone but they have no idea that he's down like it's it's so nice. I I hope that's something that comes into that new playlist is like, I don't want my HUD changing where like, I don't see anything anymore at all, but just that points that you get when you down someone like that's nice to have go away.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's just briefly go over the, the patches that the changes that are coming, um, which again, we've already talked about this. It's also including the MP5 stuff we were just talking about, but like, so Kavara they are nerfing, which seems strange because, I mean, her win rate actually went up a little bit here. And her win rate's kind of high. It's like, it's 1.5. She's actually, actually, she's higher than anybody except for Rook right now. But she's way underpicked. She's just not um, to play with. We, again, with kavera like, it's sort of more complicated than just like, oh, we nerfed kavera And we talked about that in depth last week. Um, but I, that seems kind of interesting that they're focusing in on her. As opposed to other operators that maybe look like they're
1: a little more problematic. You know, it's funny too, is Lion, like, he's actually not that high on the chart. He, he has a negative win delta and a negative, like, bad pick rate. That's true. So it's like, it's funny that they're working on reworking him just because they know nobody likes playing against him. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates playing against Lion. Yeah. It's just annoying.
0: Although, you know what I've noticed too is, like, it seems like a lot of people don't pick him. And, and that's what the stats are showing. Um, but I think there's sort of like a gentleman's agreement that, like, if you don't pick Lion, we won't pick Lion. Yeah. And so I think that's sort of what's going on there. Could be. Uh, so then Clash, obviously Clash a Buff will be good. Um, I hope it's as
1: big of a deal as you're saying it is because, wow, does she need some help. It feels really good. So we'll see how it plays actually in-game. I just did a terra sound with it to see what it felt like, and it felt nice. Yeah. Also,
0: she did recently get the buff from the three damage per tick of her electricity to five. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, at what point these stats are coming in compared to that, you know, when that that buff happened. Because that was pretty recent, too, right? Was that at the beginning of the season, or was that just early? It was season. Okay.
1: Um, maybe it was
0: 4.1. I th- yeah, I think it came after the season. That's what I thought. Yeah, maybe in 4.1. So I think it was, like, a few weeks ago. but um, But, like, good. And then Kaid. I don't think increasing his ADS speed by 33% will make a bit of difference in either his picker or his wind delta. I really think he should have three of his electric claws. Bandit has four mm. batteries. Yeah. Right. And I know that he can get multiple things with his, his thing, but like every single time that I play him, and it's rare, but every single time I do, I feel like, man, I really wish I had one more.
1: Yep. Like I feel like I could do a lot more still, just one more they thing. took that out way too early. People were saying he's going to be so OP. They just took it out. Like he wasn't you should have let him come to the game. <laughs> he wasn't even in the game. Like he was, and he wasn't even that OP, really. Right I, like every single time
0: I just feel like, boy, like I, I'm like I'm really having to choose between like two things that I want to do. And it like I don't ever feel like I can sort of seal off one whole direction. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like that's sort of what you're trying to do with trappers and kinds like this. I feel like, like denial type of people is like, okay, I just want to sort of focus on one side and just like completely deny that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like you can't really do that with him um, because of the two. Anyway, so on. yeah, that patch is coming. Let's do some Reddit posts.
1: The problem with Shields is a Reddit post by u slash doi underscore. It basically is a shot of blitz he's turning in circles so you have his blitz's point of view in the top left corner and then someone else looking at him and that's the screen so in blitz's view he's just spinning in circles in this other person's view blitz like spins a little bit goes back a little bit and then spins the rest of the turn so like yeah. he just keeps going back and forth as he's turning it's like constantly his body is just like facing the person not facing what blitz is actually yeah it's a, at.
0: really weird yeah so you see the two views picture in picture and it's, like, you can see Blitz turning super, super smoothly on his screen. But then on, on the other guy who's looking at him, it's, like, he turns, like, 30 degrees or something. And then sort of, like, resets back at, like, a like some, like, pre-fixed location or something. Uh-huh. And then, like, and then he, like, turns again. And so it's just, like, he's sort of, like, going back and forth. And, like, instead of, it's, like, this really jerky turn. Like, jerking yeah. back and forth instead of this, like, nice, smooth rotation. And it's, like, yeah, with that, I can definitely see why I'm getting shot through my shield all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in combat and you're not turning like slow and, and smooth. His like shield is
1: already like way too small for him. Like you can just shoot through him as he's got his shield up. Yeah,
0: his shield does not cover his whole body,
1: which is by design
0: and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when even the parts that are covering your body don't cover your body, that's actually really a big problem. Yeah. So yeah, again, we say again fix the shields. Please, please fix the shields.
1: My other post is by. You slash Night Bell 5 title Would it be better if those who killed the injured get an assist by the one who injured the operator gets a kill? So, if you injure someone and someone else kills the guy you injured, you get the kill and that person gets the assist. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do think that would be better because you're the one that did the work. They're just cleaning up your mess, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, it works that way in Call of Duty is the one I can think of, but like in Call of Duty, you down someone, someone else kills them, you get the kill, they get the assist. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's nice. You did the work. You're the one that killed the guy. Like they didn't do anything, right? They shot a dead, like a down dog, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, it doesn't really bother me that much. And ultimately like if, if you're playing the game, right, you shouldn't really be caring about who gets the kill because you're trying to get the win. Um, And so like, as long as the guy's dead, who cares? Right. Like I always say the same thing in rocket league. Mm-hmm. It's like, as long as the ball goes into the goal, I don't really care who gets credit for the thing. I just want to have more goals at the end than they do and so you know my goal like me having one and you having zero is the same as you having one and me having zero like at the end of the game right so it doesn't matter but um but actually i think making that change would make people less prone to chase downed kills and yeah. like end up like making bad decisions because of that mm-hmm. so in that way i think yeah it's great
1: yeah Do there's it. i mean there's no reason for it to not be a thing like i don't yeah, yeah sure
0: Okay, that does it for Reddit today. We did that quick because we're trying to get to as many listener questions as possible. We have a bunch of listener questions and we had a bunch of great stuff to talk about before this, which we just did. So if you have a question you want to ask, you can do that on our Twitter account. That is at r6unrenowned or you can join our Discord, which you can find the link for that in the show notes as well as on our Twitter. Uh, and we have a channel there dedicated to podcast questions. So that's where all of our questions are coming from today. And again, we have a ton. So if we don't get to your question... We are sorry and we'll try to circle back to them next week if there's more time. Uh, do you want to start us off with France's question?
1: So France says, would you be in favor of making the suppressor more viable? According to Google, adding a suppressor doesn't decrease penetration of a bullet. I think Ubi should make the damage equal to any other barrel detach- attachment. Discuss. Um, yes, I think suppressors have like a I guess certain um, disadvantage obviously as they're taking away your damage. But the other disadvantage to it already is that it doesn't Like it doesn't save your, um, your recoil. recoil. Thank you. (laughs) I had to act it out so give me the right word. I'm looking for. Yeah,
0: you you lose the recoil benefits of another recoil already.
1: And you, I feel like you are trading that really not for lower damage, but to have like your gun is silenced and they can't hear you as well. Mm -hmm. So I'd be fine with the damage going up on it because it would make it more like they're already barely rarely used.
0: Yeah, I I think. Also, like, suppressors aren't viable right now, partly because of exactly what you're saying, is that, like, there's kill cams. Um, And so, you know, like you were saying, with this mode with no kill cams, you're able to use a suppressor, and it actually makes a difference because they don't know where you're shooting from, and their friend can't tell you where you just died from. Right. Um, so in that way, like, I think that's really the buff that it needs more than, like, a damage buff. Mm-hmm. But I also wouldn't be opposed to keeping the damage the same because every other single barrel has the same amount of damage. Uh, it's just, it's a difference in how the recoil is affected. Right. So I don't know, but, but then again, maybe the advantages of, um, no hit indicators and that kind of stuff, maybe that's a, a bigger advantage than we're really giving a credit for. If you didn't also have the damage, uh, penalty, you know, mm-hmm.
1: I think it would be more viable without the damage penalty, but like, I, I think would it'd be, be cool. interested to try it. Yes, like, let's put TTS. it on the TTS. Let's see what happens. Yeah, right. Use the TTS for some testing,
0: or even just like, I, I wish honestly, I wish they would try more stuff in the game. Yeah. Spotwick, what do you guys think about a siege honor ranking system? Players lose major points for TKs, destroying team gadgets, leaving matches, etc. Players would earn points for healing, using gadgets, finishing rounds, etc. Honorable players play matches together, and all the crazies are in their own circus. Yes, 100% for it. Let's do it.
1: Yes. Um, I, I think I, essential is a TK, and this is brought up by the B is me, a TK forgiveness system, because the other day I got a team kill with one of my capkin traps. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even there. If I had accidentally headshotted someone, and then I, that happened, like, I would have been kicked from the game. Right. And that, like, I wasn't, the teammate just happened to be walking through at the same time as the enemy walked through, and it killed right them. Like
0: yeah, TK forgiveness needs to happen. That's kind of a separate matter. But like, I I love this idea. I think that what they should do is not be explicit about what affects your mm-hmm. your uh, reputation because so people, then can't people will be find like, a way okay, to game well, let me it.
1: Just keep doing this thing and we'll keep it high enough.
0: Right. People will find a way to game it. Right. But like, yeah, like there because there are like you definitely you encounter people who like they get pissed about something stupid and they they down you or they kill you or they they kill your gadgets or whatever. And it's like, this is clearly not a one-time occurrence. Like, this guy is obviously habitually doing this throughout his games. Like, mm-hmm. he's triggered like that, you know, and then he goes and tries to ruin everybody else's experience. Just like, yeah, let's just get those people out of the regular rotation of, like, normal people on the planet. Like, make them suffer with all the other idiots. And yeah, I'm 100%. Please, please, let's yep. do it.
1: You're ruining Siege. Get out of Siege. That's yes. my game. Yes. Next question is by MG Recon. This is actually a good one, not non siege question. I've noticed y'all don't cuss. Besides Ryan, I think saying crap one time—that's <laughs> <laughs> as far as it goes. Crap. Is that a podcast rule that y'all came up with, or just a lifestyle choice? It's more of a lifestyle choice. We just
0: uh, being religious people, uh, we try to keep it clean. So yeah, just
1: don't swear. It turns out people actually respect you a lot when you don't swear a bunch.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually just a good rule to have. Just like if you don't swear, you sound smarter. It's easier. You don't have to worry about like censoring yourself in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think it's just it's a good way to live. But yeah, crap is crap is the worst we get. That's about (laughs) it. I don't know. Maybe you'll catch me slipping sometimes on certain things. But freaking Cervera, the Spooky Steel Switch. (laughs) My frustration with Tachanka is that it is near impossible to place his turret in a favorable spot. You should have seen Tachanka. <laughs> when he it's, was first, in it's the game. this
1: the whole reason I put a fire on this question is because I wanted to talk about Tachanka. Before was awful. I I literally had p- a video on my YouTube channel of like trying to place a turret
0: for like thirty seconds, and then as soon as I finally get it down, I got headshotted. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you could not place it anywhere. Yeah, it, it was so much worse than it is now. End of his question. The area effect is so large; you almost have to be in an open area to place it we all put the shield down and then try to place a turret behind for cover. It usually never works as the distance is too far for the expanded shield to provide cover. Yeah, yep, yep. If they reduce the area and are more forgiving allowing the turret to be placed in more areas, I think that could fix Tachanka. Yeah, I think um, it would be nice if it had sort of like a a mute jammer area of effect thing Mm -hmm. um, so that you could see exactly what, like where you're not clearing it and you can fix that. Um, And I think even
1: smaller would be better too, like, place it in smaller locations smaller corners and stuff mm-hmm. like
0: give us more flexibility with that
1: it's gonna cause more problems in the game as he's like clipping through random crap but
0: yeah this made me think what if uh because tachanka has the shield which is good for him mm-hmm. what if he had like a specialized deployable shield that was like wider and taller or something that'd be I guess interesting tall, it's probably just the right height right i think it's kind of just sort of right there the right height but what if it, he had like an, a wider yeah deployable shield than everybody else Obviously, that still does not fix Tachanka, but like, would that be interesting?
1: Yeah, I think it would be because like you can still you can kill him through those window. His window is not like super bulletproof; it blocks a few bullets, but you can break it. And once it's broken, you don't want to be on that thing anymore, right? Like you outie. Speaking of which, when we were playing those diamond guys, I killed one of them with Tachanka, (laughs) and it felt pretty dang good. It was like one of the ones that they were like kind of trying on as they're pushing us in the basement, like one of the overrun
0: matches. Let's actually break down that round because that was really funny. So like, it was uh, I think three three in overtime or uh it must have been three three uh in overtime and so like they had been like rushing us a lot and so like i was like okay we were in basement i was like i know they're gonna rush the cave i know a hundred percent this is on bank sorry ba- bank basement i know they're gonna rush that cave tunnel so like so we did the thing where we did the tachanka mural so like We put up a mirror window behind a reinforcement on behind the desk in CCTV. Is that what the room was called? Yeah, I think so. And so, and then he put uh, Chris puts the Tachanka gun behind that and sort of is guarding that main door that they come into from the cave um, from the servers, the sprinkler area. Mm -hmm. And so I set that up, and then I was like, okay, I'm just I'm just gonna run out the cave. I know they're gonna kill me anyway because I've been doing really poorly this match. Like I'm just gonna go do it. So I went out there with Mira with her like insane awesome SMG and like. I just pre-fire as I strafe across and there's like four of them in there. <laughs> so like, I was just like, oh, so I just like there was like a Monty in there. So I just I sprayed as much as I could. I knew I hit somebody a little bit. So I turned around and ran back in. I just tossed a nitro behind me and blew it and got one. And then, <laughs> so then I like run back inside and um, and then like I know they're still chasing me. So I'm like I'm like kind of backpedaling and like shooting at the corner to try to like get away. And I got into like the blue stairs and I started running up. and I was like, no, wait, they're going to chase me. So I stopped, I like came back and then they rang my phone and I was like, well, I don't have a choice. I'm just going to do it. So I switched to my pocket shotgun and then like Monty comes around the corner. And so like I melee him once and then I just strafe over and Ash runs in. And so I just like, I just bang Ash with my pocket shotgun and she goes down. Mm -hmm. So I shoot her again she dies. And then Monty tries to pull his gun on me. So I just like strafed on him and got him down with my pocket shotgun, killed him. And then the third guy finally came and got me as i was like out of bullets with my, yeah. <laughs> my shotgun and it was like so awesome and then so that third guy i was like chris he's gonna come to you and so like somebody killed the fourth guy over in the garage or something and then the, the, <laughs> the fifth guy just like runs in that door and chris just like blasts him with tachanka's turret it's like platinum it players great. platinum players diamond
1: players just got wrecked by tachanka it was really good it was, it was beautiful f- fun Next question is by OnyxQuirty. Says, Hey guys, loving the pod down here in Australia. Found it last week and just finished catching up. That's a lot of catching up to do. Thank you. Just thought around the common question of helping new players being reasonably new myself. I think in the earlier stages, maybe there should be a mode with a mini map to help new players get a feel for the map. If there is nothing more annoying, there's nothing more annoying than running in the empty and dead end rooms. Obviously, it would need some sort of level cap. What are your thoughts? I think it'd be great just to have a place that's just house all the time. House is a great map to learn. It's super easy to learn, and it's super easy to learn how to play the game on House. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're matching players by their level instead of like their MMR. So wait,
0: when he says mini map, I don't think he's talking about like a small map. I think he's talking no, I think about... he's
1: talking like its own map. Yeah, but I'm just no, no, saying, no, no, no.
0: Yeah. He's talking about a HUD element, like a mini map on your HUD. Oh, <laughs> you're such a dummy.
1: <laughs> I read the question wrong.
0: Okay, but no, finish your thought, and then we'll answer My thought questions. is
1: just make a map that, or make a make a make house a that's just house, mm-hmm. and just let like low levels, like maybe forty and under, just play on that, and so like they can learn the game. No, I wouldn't play it. Okay, <laughs> but like match up. If you're under like a certain level, you match with levels that low instead sure. of like an MMR. You don't want them matching with sure. people that are way good at house running around because right. you don't get to learn house. You know,
0: yeah, that's sort of like the way that we learned the game was playing house consulate in Hereford in the beta. Which are With, some of the small maps in the game. Right. Small maps, like limited number. And then there was a limited number of operators too, which mm-hmm. uh, I I mean, Taylor will make the case that the number of operators doesn't matter and that operators don't actually change the game that much. Um, which I think he's right in that it's the maps that really change the game. Mm-hmm. So that was a really great way for us to learn was on this small group of maps that were all pretty understandable. So I could see that as being like a great way for... If, if they just had like an introductory playlist, that was a smaller number of maps or something. That'd be kind of cool. But as for like an actual mini map, um, I think it would be too much of a crutch. I think it's like it's a good idea, but I think that players would learn to depend on that more than they should, and then when it was taken away, they would still wouldn't know the maps very well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, McMuffin two three one. I had to read this a few times to understand what he's saying because there's a little bit of. I think autocorrect got him a bit.
0: I have no idea what he's saying.
1: What <laughs> like is You guys hate leg day as much as I do. A third day of working out after two <laughs> oh. months off and it feels like I have two penicillin shots in my buttocks.
0: That was a miracle of autocorrect and mistyping because, wow, I did not
1: understand that at all. <laughs> so it actually is you guys hate left say as much as I do. A third day of two working, two working out after two. Anyway. Um, so I don't think either of us really work out. I like don't work out we do all. leg day. So
0: I'm actually going to join a gym like this week. I found out my, my health insurance will cover a gym membership. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go play racquetball every morning. That sounds
1: great. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You're a lucky dog. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a lucky guy. That's really nice. <laughs> Holy freak. Um, anyway, we don't really go to a gym and do workouts. We're not like we're skinny people, but it has to do with good metabolism, I think, for sure. I don't really watch what I eat either. No. Yeah. we're. Just... I eat out every single meal, pretty much
0: lucky jeans keep us skinny but we are not uh what you would call shredded shredded (laughs) shedlock says hi guys i'm a big fan from west texas i started listening to the podcast about a week ago thanks for listening hope you're liking it Mm -hmm. i think you guys have made something really cool and engaging for a fairly new siege fan keep up the good work and i know you'll gain even more traction Smiley face. thank you very much question do you think the game should ever gain an operator cap and what number would the operator pool start to feel daunting or a headache to deal with? What would Ubisoft do for seasons instead of new operators?
1: There's a lot of questions there. Yes. I don't know what the number is, but it is already daunting to a new player.
0: There are certainly a lot of operators and a new player would not have any idea what, <laughs> what What's they going on. I think there are, so there's are there there's been three years of eight operators each. So that's 24 mm-hmm. plus the original 20. So there's 44 operators. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot. Um, their, their like stated goal was a hundred. I don't know that that's like a, an actual number they're shooting for or just like they were just sort of conveying the idea that they don't have any plans to stop introducing operators anytime soon. Um, I think I'm going to go back to what I was just saying that, that our friend Taylor makes the case for is that I think the maps are the biggest detriment as far as being able to learn the game and enjoy the game. And the operators really... I mean, ultimately it comes down to like you're shooting at somebody who's shooting back at you for the most part. And like, once you figure out that like, oh, there can be traps on doors that will blow up in my face, then you know that you should look out for that, right? Like, I I don't think, I I think there are a lot of nuances to the operators, but ultimately it's, it's shooting people that matters more. And, um, I think you can keep going for operators forever and people will understand at least at a baseline level to be able to play. So no, I don't. I don't necessarily think there should be a cap. Although, my me personally, I'd be totally happy if they stopped introducing operators tomorrow. Yes.
1: We're gonna have to find out what this drones hacked thing is because I am so curious. Yeah,
0: I do want to know what drones hacked is all about.
1: Next question is by McMuffin two thirty one. What's your caffeine source of choice when on an all nighter binge on Siege Rocket League? So if we're talking energy drinks, my favorite energy drink by far is Rockstar. Or sorry, I lied. Not Rockstar. Uh, Red Bull. I like the taste of Red Bull better than any other energy drink, but cool. I usually stick with Coke.
0: Coke. I mean, I'm a classic Mountain Dew gamer. So, actually, random funny story about how I started liking Mountain Dew. So, uh, if you're old like me, you'll remember back in 2005 when the Xbox 360 came out. Mountain Dew and Xbox had a partnership where they're doing this like uh, sweepstakes, and so it was it was called every 10 minutes. And so they literally were giving away an Xbox 360 every 10 minutes for like a month or something. Like it was insane. And so, I mean, that's that's like thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Thousands of Xbox 360s, which is like, it's a brand new console. It's kind of a big deal. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. So, <laughs> so like what you would do is you would like, you know, buy Mountain Dew and then on the cap would have a code or whatever. And so you would go enter the code on a website and then you could choose like which sweepstakes you wanted to enter into. So you could like bank like 20 codes and see like, and like it would show you the stats. So you can see like, oh, there's only four hundred entries for this um this drawing at two AM tonight. So I'm gonna put all my twenty codes in there and have like actually a pretty good chance to win yeah. this thing, right? So like I just I bought so much Mountain Dew for that and I didn't even like it. <laughs> so like I probably should have just saved the money and bought an Xbox three sixty, but I was a poor college student that didn't seem reasonable. So um so I did that. I did not win the three sixty, which was very sad. But you got one but in- now I like Mountain Dew. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how that happened yeah i didn't i didn't really like mountain dew either until like i lived with people that were drinking mountain dew all the time and i just had one every once in a while and then eventually i was like yeah i like mountain dew now yeah it's an acquired taste for sure but um i like coke a lot i love coke i have
0: never liked colas i actually i don't really like really? soda that much i like root beer and i like mountain dew but other than that i'm just like oh i love
1: soda i really love soda um
0: i also i really like there's a place called so around here mm-hmm. there's probably similar places where you live there's like there's another place called swig so they basically they just uh mix sodas mixology is another one or is that just sodalicious brand The SodaLicious like thing is mixology okay. anyway up. like they basically just like mix sodas with like um other sodas or like mm-hmm. energy drinks or um like the flavor add-ins things or whatever so like i really like to get a mountain dew with pineapple i think i don't know they have crazy names for it but like it's really really good it's not you it's me no, it's a happier valley.
1: Yeah, I always get just—I always go there a lot. I get a Coke with just light vanilla. I love it. I love it so good. Good.
0: Okay. Um, Shedlock again? Didn't Shedlock just ask a question for us? Yeah. Yeah. He's from West Texas. How much longer do you guys think Ubisoft will support Siege? When will
1: Siege Seven or Siege Two
0: I'm soon be released?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, we answered this last time, but just so you can hear it because you're new to the podcast. We, we thought like another two years or so we said like 2021 ish was maybe when they siege Two might be coming.
0: Yeah. I would expect an announcement between 2020, 2021. Yeah. Um, but I
1: mean, it'll be a while. I think
0: honestly, that's, that's a really long time for like active support for mm-hmm. that's six years. For game. and And I think that siege will continue to be online for the foreseeable future for like a really, really long time. Yeah. Um, but a Siege 2, I think, is not that. I think we are closer to Siege 2 than we are to the release of Siege. Yeah. Or at least in the mid- middle. that do asks, wouldn't it make sense for Vigil's footprints to be hidden from Jackal and or for him to be invisible to Lion's Drone also? Since Kaz's footprints can't be seen if she used her silent step, doesn't it seem even more logical that Vigil's would be? I think so. I, th- like, I think Vigil's not fun to play because his ability is like, underwhelming especially mm-hmm. at lower levels where people aren't drawing that much. Yeah. Um, I Like, I always turn it on. I always feel like, oh, yeah, I'm invisible. And then I have to remind myself, like, no, you're not invisible, you idiot. <laughs> they just can't see you on drugs. Um, but, yeah, I think I don't see any harm in being having him be immune to Jackal's um, scanner and the lion thing. Sure. Why not?
1: Yeah. I think it would be cool to have someone that's a counter to that. Yeah. That would be great. Also, I think that with Jackal... When he scans you, if you go
0: stand on a mute jammer, I think that should stop the the pings. Do you think so? When what? If you go stand on a mute jammer, that should stop the pings. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. I think so. Like, so how does he have any interaction with mute? He, I, he his thing doesn't work if you're near him.
0: So okay, so so like if he tries to scan, remotely
1: close to the thing, you can't even see footprints. So the footprints disappear. Ooh, I know you can't scan them. You can't scan them at all hang on what? To oh
0: shoot what was that website oh man we shouted it out like two weeks chart ago. or
1: web chart whatever you call that.
0: i think it's like r6 counters hang on r6 counters.com got it okay wait let's see let's let's, let's find out okay who am i talking about mutant jackal
1: we signal disruptor covers jackal inox and static this makes vision difficult and prevents jackal okay from slow down and read that department. in english i oh, don't read in english yes okay Mute Signal Jammer covers Jackal's Inox in static. This makes vision difficult and prevents Jackal from scanning Defender footprints. So, okay, so Jackal can't scan if Jackal's near the Mute Jammer. Correct. But
0: if I'm a Defender and I'm near the Mute Jammer, that doesn't do anything against Jackal. No, no. That's dumb.
1: Yeah, I think you, if I because yeah, like I, I
0: tried this last night. I was scammed by Jackal and I was very annoyed. <laughs> like I saw a mute jammer, I was like, "Oh, I'll stand here, doesn't work," and didn't do anything. And then I was like, "Well, that's dumb." They added all this gra- random garbage that mute counters and Jackal is one of them.
1: Right. Annoying. Shedlock, another one from him. What kind of music do you guys listen to? Since your brothers with a kind of teensy weensy age gap, ten years, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? What things do you influence each other with? Media wise, games, etc.
0: So, on music, I am just, like, not really that into music as, like, a, a hobby. So, I don't, like, I really don't have, like, oh, this is my favorite band or, like, this is my favorite song. Like, there's, I, there's some bands that I like, but I don't, like, I don't really, like, seek out music. I'll just, like, turn on the radio and listen to whatever's on. So, I never have an answer to that question. and People always think I'm weird. Yeah, me neither. No, you listen to music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I listen to music a lot. I listen to basically what's popular. That's, people Top 40 always, that's kind of music stuff. I like, huh? Top 40, basically? Yeah. Like 100% just what's super popular. I like there's like some bands that I like like Imagine Dragons, 21 Pilots, Dirty Heads really good.
0: So yeah, when I do listen to music, I usually just listen to like the top 40 or whatever. Yeah, I just
1: listen to popular stuff.
0: Uh, as far as influencing each other, I mean, I think I had a pretty strong influence on like what video games you got into like yeah. early in your life. Like I got you into Halo 1 I mean, when Halo, you were a little yeah. kid. and like,
1: that, that started it all. Yeah. Halo. Um, Let's see. I mean, Call of Duty 2. Yeah. Siege also because if I probably would never even know about Siege, I probably just be sticking to playing Call of Duty and maybe Battlefield. Yeah,
0: Age of Empires 2. Did you ever play that? Or did you? I really played it at home.
1: It? Yeah, when we had the disc. Yeah, but okay. I mean, you bought the game, so right. <laughs> basically the games that Ryan owned, I played. Yeah, but I played it at a much lower level because I was ten years younger. Yeah, I mean, all those Star old Nintendo
0: games and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you you pretty much just played the games that I liked. Yeah, um, that's not
1: true anymore. Like Ryan's played a lot of games that I just not interested in.
0: Yeah, it's so annoying cuz I know you would like them. But, uh other stuff? I mean, I think you like Lord of the Rings cuz I like Lord of the Rings, but that's not to say that you wouldn't like Lord yeah, of the Rings otherwise, right. right? But like I definitely had influence into like what things you got introduced to. Yeah,
1: basically our our mother would ask Ryan if it was okay if I played certain games or watched certain movies. I'm like,
0: "Yeah, sure. Do it."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't watch Star Wars 3 for a while though. I, don't even, I remember that. Star Moms Wars wouldn't let me watch it. Like episode 3? Yeah was wrong with that <laughs> i don't know and then eventually she asked you like yeah you can watch it how old were thank you thank you i was like 10 and but you had already seen the other star wars movies yeah that's weird i know there's i i don't know what it was that she didn't like about it there was i think there's something that uh, she
0: i mean there's the scene where anakin has like all of his limbs chopped off and
1: he's like burning and crawling oh, right, out of the lava. lava that's pretty like that's pretty violent
0: yeah so i guess anyway should we tell a really embarrassing story yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's do more it. more embarrassing for me because I was like a teenager and you were like a little kid. But Yeah,
1: I have no idea where we're going. Uh,
0: so I used to be way into Lord of the Rings and Chris liked it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, somebody stopped me. Uh, put a sock in my mouth or something. We were... <laughs> we were just like we were like playing swords or something one time, and then we we're like, oh, we should like reenact one of the like Lord of the Rings scenes, and so we like <laughs> we like choreographed and practiced the fight between Aragorn and uh, that Urukai at the end of Fellowship, the one that they like have they yeah, that really epic fight, Boromir. Yeah, he kills Boromir with the bow, and like they have that fight where he like throws the shield at Aragorn's neck, and Aragorn like throws the dagger back at him, and he takes the dagger out and licks it. And so like we and had this. Throws whole... it back at him, and
1: Aragorn like chops the dagger.
0: Yeah, we had the whole thing. We actually I think you were Aragorn. I was the urukai. Uh-huh. We acted I the whole thing, but we had it like perfect. We had it like perfectly down. It was we like used.
1: It was we used like a hamper lid to like as a shield. So I like toss it at me, and I would, like hold it to my neck. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was that blue hamper lid. It had the little... I remember the blue hamper. Azul sticker on it. <laughs> yes. And then I ducked out of the way just
0: in time. I'm pretty sure like our sisters or like our parents would walk in and be like, what are you guys doing? And be like, nothing. We're just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was really fun. I, remember I did it to entertain my younger. six-year-old brother, of course. Yeah. It was fun though. Also, it was fun. <laughs> Comrade Nikolai asked Star Trek or Star Wars? Both. Both? I like both too. Um, I probably would have said Star Wars for sure like a long time ago. Okay. Like over Star Trek but like I've watched more Star Trek like as I've gotten older and Star Trek's actually really cool in that it sort of like gets into social issues and stuff mm-hmm. and it like it's really really good about like talking about sensitive topics, but being sort of ambiguous about like the morality of it. Yeah. And not being heavy handed about like, oh, this is the right way, but being more like, yeah, this is like a tricky question. And like here's what we think it looks like 300 years from now with this like really um fair and like evolved society, like really enlightened society. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it's like it's cool to sort of like tackle those questions and sort of in like where you're able to get out of yourself a little bit and not be like, oh this is obviously like a racial question of like how whites treat black people. But right. more like Oh, like here's how they, like, these two aliens people are treating each other. And it sort of like takes you out of it enough that you can see it from a more, um, objective point or whatever. And so like, that's really cool about Star Trek and Star Wars really doesn't have anything like that. Star Wars is just like a fantasy that's like fun. The other thing about Star Wars is like, it's been sort of weak recently, like in certain aspects, like there's certain things about certain the movies that are, I think are kind of lame.
1: Hmm. Um, if I wish there was just Star Trek that was like popular right now, that just like uh, have Star you heard Trek. of Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, I have, but it's not nearly it, as big as.
0: No, like, it's not. But actually, Star Trek Discovery is really, really good.
1: Is it? It's like
0: the like the effects are like insane compared to the yeah. old Star Treks. Yeah, like it, it, just looks like a modern like movie. It looks like a Marvel movie or yeah. whatever. Um, and like the action really great. The one thing I don't like about it is it's not as good about getting into these issues that made Star Trek interesting with all the other stuff. Uh-huh. And they're like really heavy handed about things. They're like, Oh yeah. we're Like feminism. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> like I'm cool with a strong female lead. Go for it. But like, you don't have to punch me with it. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I am. Um, my favorite Star Trek series is Voyager by far. I think part Voyager's of it is the best part of it's Like it was just on Netflix. Well, no. Well, you had the DVDs for Voyager. Yeah. yeah. That's actually probably part of it. See, there is Ryan again influencing me. Voyager's awesome. But I've seen all the Voyager episodes a few times, probably.
0: Most people in the Star Trek community don't like Voyager. No, they like Next
1: Generation's pretty popular. Yeah. Most people. I think Voyager's
0: really great and really underrated. Yep. <laughs> Non-Siege question, GIF or JIF? Steel Switch.
1: I used to say JIF until recently you said something that was like, it's Giffy Cat for some reason. It's Giffy Cat because Giffy Cat said it's a Giffy Cat. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. That's what you said? hmm Oh, yeah. That's ever since I've been calling it GIF. But I have been saying GIF before that for like probably seven years. Yeah. So because the, the creator of GIF came out and said it's GIF is pronounced GIF.
0: Yes. But he's wrong because the G stands for graphical and graphical doesn't start with that. Also, there's no other word that goes G-I-F and is pronounced GIF gift is gift not jift it's a gift yes. it's a gift it's quick gift 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 okay last question Putting man says can y'all describe your most memorable moments from siege so i just described a really great story so i'll let you go first
1: it's a, i think you're making me go first because it's hard to think of
0: them i actually had one oh yeah but that's because i like recently went back so like my most memorable moments from siege are mostly on my youtube channel so just go to vg fiasco and you can see like 30 of them um but like one of my favorites was it was like shortly after maestro came out and i was just learning how amazing maestro is and uh so we were playing on consulate we were defending the basement so i had an evil eye place sort of like if you were entering as an attacker it was just to the right of the garage door so sort of on the side of the van um and and so i was just like all the way upstairs in the um consulate of, console office mm-hmm. or the, whatever that bomb site is that's up there in the corner of the building um so i was just in that room like way away from the site right and so it was it was down to like a two on three or something and they came into And so a thermite comes in he's trying to plant behind the van and so right as he like opens the kit i like start just unloading on him with my evil eye just like choo, 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 choo. and so he went down i killed him I'm like okay great guys i have the kit right here like on my evil eye <laughs> and so like everybody's like trying to get to it to defend it or whatever um, and so, and, and so then like, Oh, I guess it was just two of us. And so, um, the other guy who was in the garage, uh, he's like, Oh, they're they're like, they're shooting me from above. I'm going to die. Can you get to me? And so like, I went over and I, now then I used my pocket shotgun to open up the hatch so I could like peek down from the hatch into the piano room. And I saw Buck there who was opening holes and shooting at my friend below. So I killed Buck from like above with my awesome LMG after opening <laughs> the, the hatch with my shotgun <laughs> and, and so then my friend was down, and the other guy planted. Oh no! So then then Thatcher came in to plant the bomb. So I switched to my evil eye to like try to stop him, but then he EMP'd my evil eye. So like it was just this amazing like back and forth of like everything like like all of my utility and all my guns were coming into this thing, right? And so, um, so my friend was down. Thatcher got the plant, and so I, I was like, oh, okay, this sucks. So like I like I dropped down the hatch. I went down yellow stairs, and my friend was down over by the pipe. So I was able to get to him safely. So I got him up. I was like, okay, you just go straight to the kit. I'm going to go take care of Thatcher because we know he went outside of the garage door. And so he runs for the kit to the front of the van, and I just jump over the railing. And I just, like, I zoomed in with my LMG, and, like, I just guessed where he was going to be, and he happened to be right there. I just, like, started spraying and, like, instantly killed him. It was just, like, it looked like I was hacking. It was just, like, poof, and he was dead. And we go into defuse kit, and I was like, yeah, Maestro's the best operator in this game. Like, all of that was because of everything to do with Maestro. Like, my LMG, my, my Evil Eyes, my little pocket my uh, pistol shotgun like oh so good i love maestro so much that was one of my best siege moments
1: i think i i can't think of anything like very specific but i think like my best siege moments have just been like playing doc and instantly reviving a teammate that's gone down and like the enemy's so confused mm-hmm. and that's just getting that kill instead yeah, yeah yeah yeah. like those are by far my best yeah we have siege some moments.
0: crazy awesome doc revives for me sometimes um also big willy do you remember big willy Maybe you weren't around for Big Willie. I think I was around. For but there was this Billy. kid whose name was Big Willie, and he was like, I think he was on our team, and he was getting super, super salty about stuff, and like we were just messing with him, and it was really, really funny. I can't remember anything specific. The other one that was super funny was um, after the closed beta, they did a technical test to sort of test their servers a little bit, uh, and you weren't allowed to stream it for some reason or record it or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it was so stupid. But we got into this one game with this guy who like I I wanna say that he got team killed on accident. Like he was in our he was on our team and we act like somebody accidentally team killed him like in combat, right? And he got like so mad about it. And so like he went and like he was like screaming at us and then like he went and like killed us like the next round and we're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I was defending myself And he's like, yeah. remember that? It's- he was so <laughs> Pissed, like I have never heard anybody get that mad. He was so mad. And oh, like he was so mad. I do remember that we were so disappointed because oh we couldn't gosh. record it. Like we yes. were so so mad. But
1: like, I was the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing.
0: He was so pissed. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, we were just trolling. Yeah, about some people that. get really mad at. Video- I mean, I I remember times getting really mad at video games. I remember when I was younger, one time playing Halo One with my sisters. I got a triple kill on them both. We were playing like. <laughs> so if you know uh, Halo 1, we were playing. Oh, great.
0: Damnation? No. Chill Out? No. Nope. Hang'em High? No. Nope. Blood Gulch? No. Nope. Battle Creek? No. Nope.
1: around shots... TL34? No, has the P. Prisoner? Prisoner. We're playing oh, Prisoner. how
0: could I not say Prisoner? I
1: don't know. Prisoner's pretty popular.
0: <sighs> well, okay. I just <laughs> went off listing Halo <laughs> maps. Okay, give me a break.
1: You didn't list Wizard. So we were playing prisoner, and I like I had the sniper rifle, and I killed one of them, and then killed the other one. Got a double kill, and the other one respawned. And I killed her again. And I got a triple kill. It's like, guys, I got a triple kill, and they're like, it doesn't count. I was like, why not? And they're like, because there's only two of us. It doesn't count. And I got so <laughs> mad, like I threw the controller at the wall. I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> I was like eight years old. They're like seven, but I got a triple kill on two of them, and they were telling me it didn't count. I was pissed. Yeah. But anyway, counts. I haven't had seen someone so mad at video games in a very long time. <laughs> Awesome it was a story. triple kill <laughs> It was a triple kill. i'll give it to you
0: okay thanks for those questions guys that was a lot of fun uh if you have questions again you can send them to us at r6 under on twitter or join the discord even better we got uh tons of questions there if we didn't get to you and we have time next week we'll try to circle back to some of the ones we missed because there were a lot of questions this week um keep up the
1: questions that are non-siege related because yeah, the non-siege
0: ones were fun if you guys liked it if you guys thought that was stupid and you're just wanting to get back to siege talk then i guess don't ask more of those but mm. that, that was fun um, if you want to follow us, you can follow me on Twitch and YouTube at VG Fiasco.
1: And I am on those same platforms as just Hello with 3Os.
0: Keep the Road to SI playlist. Just keep it forever. Yeah. You don't even have we, to change casual rank. Just keep Road
1: to SI. Yeah, we we already talked about it, so it's going to stay in the game.
0: That's true. That's a good point. So, Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Just goodbye. There it is. I was waiting for it.